0: LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning, this is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about some organizing strategies you can borrow from larger families. No matter the size of your household, these strategies can help you keep chaos at bay. Like many people in this era of declining birth rates, I'm somewhat fascinated by larger families. Reality TV is full of them, and though these families aren't always functional in the larger sense, they do tend to hone systems for day-to-day functionality. Over the years, and as my own family has grown, I've become a student of these systems. Today's episode talks about a few that I found most helpful. Paradoxically, one of the best big family hacks is to own less stuff. As the volume of family members increases, everybody's stuff gets added to the pile. With two people, that could be fine. With seven, you've got trouble. So you learn to be careful about what comes in, always asking if something can be borrowed or repurposed before buying something new. It's also smart to build in regular times for purging things that are no longer serving a purpose. The start of each new season is great for this. And since a lot of charities will pick things up from your door, there's really no reason not to. Another key point, objects need a home. If you find a spoon somewhere in your house, well, you know where that goes. But many other things are more nebulous. They shouldn't be. Larger households solve this issue by giving every family member a bin or box or other such spot where items that will be needed can go. We keep our family bins in the mudroom. Kid mittens, library books, and things like that can all be placed in these bins so people can find them on the way out the door. If an item is found elsewhere in the house, it can be put in the bin and people will know that that is the first place to look. If someone starts hollering, where is my ex? The first response will always be, did you check your bin? A set of car keys must always be in a designated little basket. Coats, shoes, umbrellas, and backpacks all go in the mudroom too. Homework is either actively being done or is in the backpack. Shoes found elsewhere are immediately returned to the mudroom. There are no other places these things can be. This gets particularly important in winter, though I was quite intrigued to hear the approach from one family with eight kids. They moved to Florida, precisely so they wouldn't have to worry about coats and hats and mittens. Time spent hunting for lost items is just wasted time. And while that might not be a huge deal with two family members, it's a deal killer with six. So the systems become tighter, which is probably a good thing in general. Another hack I have come to appreciate, always have a backup meal. Some people like meal planning and others don't, but even people who like to plan encounter this reality. With more family members, more things can go wrong. You don't make it home in time to get the oven going before everyone is starving. If that's the case, it helps to always have, say, eggs, fruit, and pancake mix in the house so you can have breakfast for dinner or tortillas, cheese, shredded chicken, and frozen veggies for quesadilla night. In big families, laundry becomes its own special torture. One hack we learned early on was to give each of our boys their own kind of sock and their own kind of underwear. Yes, they may all be white athletic socks, but the brand name might be in a different color, or the toes slightly different. This way, anyone can tell at a glance whose stuff is whose. I recently simplified my life this way by purging my old running socks and buying 10 pairs that match. Now all my socks match, and so I don't need to think about pairing them. With bigger families, dishes can pile up too. Some of this is inevitable. We run the dishwasher every day and often more frequently. But things like water cups can be reused. A number of bigger families have one color for each child. So a green cup can be refilled without worrying about washing it for whoever always uses green. When we have lots of house guests, we've learned to buy sturdy disposable cups and then write people's names in Sharpie on there. Saves us from all kinds of waste and bother. But as I've interviewed larger families over the years, I've learned that one of the most important hacks is mindset. If you have one or two kids, you might be able to help intensely with homework or do all the laundry and snack fetching or drive long distances to many activities. With five kids or six kids or more, this becomes a lot less feasible. So people lean on their kids to learn to do more for themselves. The good news is that most people rise to the occasion. But you don't need to be housing a small army to encourage this. If you've been doing everyone's laundry in your household and everyone else is over the age of 10, just start doing your own. When people start complaining, offer a quick tutorial and then continue about your business. When people ask what's for dinner, say that's a good question. Ask what they'd like to make. Teenage children can manage their own schedules within the parameters that they need to ask you for rides with, say, one day's notice. Or else figure out a carpool. And as for homework, well, you already did seventh grade. You're done with it. You will answer specific, well thought through questions, but beyond that, it is not your problem. All this is easier said than done, of course, but worth doing. Because while an organizational hack can save a little bit of time, getting something completely off your plate saves a ton of time. Again and again and again. In the meantime,